Robert. Yeah, 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 bud. Ho, 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 bud. What? What, what was that? The fuck? So, ho, ho, ho! You'll shoot your eye out, kid. That—that's the vibe I got off of that. We're not supposed to be hearing kind of that kind of weird shit. It is Christmas, though. Christmas. Welcome back, my festive friends, to the Joe Blow Holiday Show, where we review, rate, discuss, and break down horror movies. But tonight's a little bit different. We are here. We 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 got Santa's little helpers. We got mm-hmm. Boss Tuna and Tibu. Yeah, we're coming in. It's it's the Joe Blow holiday show. It's a little Christmas party. We thought we'd just kind of pop in, say a little Merry Christmas, maybe chat a little bit about what we've been been watching, give you guys a little update until the next episode's pop in. But Boss Tuna is, is kind of snowed in. We've got that big, big cell going across the U.S. And in the Midwest, we're getting pounded by snow. We're getting dumped on, dumped on by snow. But before we go any <laughs> further, we have Santa's favorite little helper his shortest mm-hmm. little helper probably his hardest working little helper we have yeah. tibu aka swamp donkey aka santa's <laughs> no gag reflex favorite helper how you yeah doing? dude i'm doing great uh it, it, it's, it's cold in louisiana but it's not super cold yet but we're about to we're about to catch that cold snap we're gonna be we're gonna be fucking turning on our water hose and shit Turning on the faucets down here, Shaft, so it don't freeze our pipes. Cause we ain't winterized. I'm just saying we don't do all that. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful there. Let's let's uh you know, we got the Joe the Joe Blow holiday show here. Merry Christmas to all of our 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 fans and friends and everybody that listens and supports and whatnot. But tonight, uh let's make this a, a not so silent night. What say you, Tibu? I'm all about this shit because sure, that's all I'm gonna say right now. Yeah, I, I do got a question for you though. Why why does Santa like milfs? Why does he like milfs? Yeah, why who does doesn't like, like a good milf? I mean, honestly, 
It's it's because they still want toys for Christmas. <laughs> wow. Oh, would, would you call it when Santa and his elves run a train on Mrs. Claus? Oh, man. I don't know. The Polar Express. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Choo choo, motherfuckers. I don't know. I, I'm hearing. You hear that? I don't too? know what it is. It might be the snow, but it's. Little Sounds footsteps. Like I feel like on my on my roof. on the roof. There's stumps. There's stumping yeah. going on. Thump, thump, thump. What's holy? Sh- Who is this? Oh, 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 motherfuckers! I'm <laughs> here to bring y'all a special treat tonight. Oh my fucking Santa, Santa Claus! Claus. Holy yeah. shit! Hi, Santa. What 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 are you doing here? I'm here for a little bit of milk and cookies. Oh, <laughs> milk and cookies. Um, <laughs> milk and boobies. I. <laughs> I can't help you out there. Uh, what do you have? In, what do you have in your incredibly large sack for us, Santa? We've been good boys. We've been really good boys all year. I promise. We've been some naughty boys too, though. Mm. Yeah. Mm, naughty. Y- you know what they call a bukkake in December? <laughs> what? A white Christmas. <laughs> what? This is insane. <laughs> Can you can you corroborate that, Santa? Is that true? That is one hundred percent accurate. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Santa calls chestnuts, right? You would hate to know the things I have to do when someone wants a snowy Christmas as a gift. I I can just imagine <laughs> Santa at the at the North Pole just letting her loose. That's what he's doing the other uh, three hundred sixty four days of the year. He's just building yeah, up that right. big old sack full of joy. What are what do you have for us, Santa? You do have a big sack there. What's what's, what's going on? What's in that sack? Yeah. So in this sack we have a movie. Oh, but not just okay. a violent movie. Oh. It's a violent movie? Well, we like it's those. A, you 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 like violent movies? Oh fuck yeah. Give it to me. Yeah. It's called a violent night. Okay. Hmm. I think right. I've heard of it. Yeah. You think you've heard of it? I think so. Yeah, I did a lot of work on it. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, what what are what, what are you tasking us with then? I want you to tell me how you feel about it. We have to okay. sit here and explain to Santa Claus about this fucking violent this violent night movie. Okay. That's right. I I'm in the holiday spirit and I'm in the festive mood. Let's I guess there's only one thing we can do, Tibu. And mm. we we owe this to not only our listeners, but to Santa Claus. We're gonna have to watch this, I guess. So But first. But first I, I wanna say it's the most wonderful time for a beer. Oh, that was that was good. That was good. I I did come prepared. I did come prepared. But with an epic intro like that, let's uh let's have you go first. Tonight at our little holiday shindig, where we've been blessed by the presence of Santa Claus and a present from Santa Claus, 
Tonight I'm drinking some Evan Williams OG. I'm not talking about the maple stuff. I'm not talking about the cinnamon stuff, the apple stuff. Nah. I am downing. Yeah, I'm going to down it before the episode's done with. I've got me some Evan Williams, cuz. Yeah, that's right. Ooh, yeah, bud. I, sh I, I shilled out my, my $3 for this. <laughs> <laughs> this half pint right here. But I'm also drinking, and this is from a, the, our, our previous episode, some more of that American, that American-made <laughs> Chinese, uh, fucking Fort Loco goodness. So, I'm getting, I'm getting loaded. Huge. I'm getting poor, poor man loaded tonight. <laughs> getting turnt, getting turnt, yeah. as those kids call it. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually came out to the garage with just a regular old eggnog but after santa showed up i i noticed that it tastes a little bit funny i'm, I'm gonna <laughs> yep um it's extra creamy that's for sure santa you're welcome but it also tastes <laughs> like there's some basil hayden subtle smoke in here oh so i i think i think santa spiked my nog a little santa bit. sounds like he's got the good stuff though mm -hmm. yeah but I mean, this isn't a Joe Blow holiday show without a beer as well. So what I do have for you is from Fair State Brewing, and this is called You Can Have the Crown. This is an imperial stout. This is a big boy here, 12.4%. I'm getting some really big deja vu like I did this last episode, so God, I hope not. But it's a huge, or wait, let me start over. A huge, imposing, no adjunct imperial stout, luxuriantly chewy, chocolatey, mildly <laughs> roasty, and delightful all in its own. <laughs> all so, in its own. Boss Tuna's getting turned, as those kids call it tonight. Yeah, but, we all some turnt motherfuckers. Santa, do you, or besides uh, MILFs and, and boobies, are you drinking anything tonight? So Santa took a shot of pecan and pralines whiskey. Yeah, and now, and now he's drinking purified drinking water from the great value. Mm. Just to wash that praline whiskey down. Santa's a G. Yeah. Nice Santa's guy. a classy man. He's a classy I'm, man who also knows how to budget. I'm just glad that that we actually have enough to get us through this Joe Blow holiday show and this movie. So, I guess. Tibu and I are gonna watch this. Um, we're just mm. gonna cuddle up on the couch together here. He gets scared for during these movies. It's 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 lucky, you know. He's like a lap dog, so he can cuddle up close. Boss Tuna will keep him safe. Boss Tuna watch this. Is like my big, he's like my big blanket. I just yeah. I just get all covered up. Yep, and I, I feel safe and secure after that. Smothered, big spoon, little spoon. Like no, but, like nobody could touch me. I'm like an ostrich. I hide. Body knows. <laughs> no, I hide my face from the scary parts in 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 his in his muscular arms. Bosom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deep, yeah. deep in there. And at that point, that's when it's like, if I can't see it, it can't see me. You know, the movie can't get me. I feel I feel I feel good. And this time of year, especially in Santa, since you're here, too, I feel like I could cut up next to you as well. But I don't know how Santa Claus, you know, yeah, you, know you got Mrs. Claus. You got Mrs. Claus. So. Sit on Santa's lap. Yeah, I'll sit I'll on your lap. Say, this movie's pretty scary. You, you might you might have some of Santa's milk and cookies running down your chin if you uh, aren't careful so mm. damn this christmas gets better and better <laughs> but, but 
let's watch this real quick here. We'll we'll be we'll be right back after we see this movie. Violent Night proposed to us by Santa Claus himself. She the stars be running out of shit. Merry Christmas, bitch. Self checkout lines be long as hell. Merry Christmas, yeah. bitch. They letting the snitches out of jail. Merry Christmas, bitch. Fix me to play with some rotel. Merry Christmas, bitch. of snow green. You ain't driving, are you? I steer a little, but the ranger do most of the work. <laughs> this is my fourth year at the center. How about you? I started the whole damn thing. Oh, oh, oh! It's Christmas! We decided that you could have one gift. Early. What is it? That is a direct hotline of Santa Claus himself. I can talk to Santa. All right, revelers. Welcome to your worst Christmas ever. Let's go! You have $300 million in your personal vault. That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> I don't want any trouble, okay? Something's gonna scooch up that chimney. Who is he? Cause it's not your typical mall Santa. Santa, are you there? Daddy said you were very busy tonight. My name's Trudy Lightstone. Are you gonna help us, Santa? Santa? No, my nice list. Santa Claus is coming to town. Time for some season's beatings. Who the hell are you? Boss, what if he really is the There's real? No such thing as Santa. He's bad man. They're all my naughty list. Naughty. That's naughty! And what do you do to the naughty ones? I give them a lump of coal. Where is it? I gotta watch. I believe in you, Santa. Come on. Which one of you did that? Prancer? So? Unprofessional. I tell you what, Tibu, that was that was actually kind of fun. I I'm glad Santa tasked us with that. What was that lump of coal, Santa? You son of a bitch. Well, you shouldn't oh. have sat on his lap the whole movie. I guess it was a, he gave you a lump of something. But dude, I couldn't help myself. Look at this stunning man. Yeah. Look at him. Oh, would you look at that? Yeah, well. Would you look at that? Yeah, there's a few more blemishes on the car. The oh, car, my gosh. Just car, look at the it. The car is not perfect. Just look at it. <laughs> just look at it. Yeah, well. What the heck is that? <laughs> Santa, okay, we're about to tell you all about this fucking movie. All right, cuz? We're about to get real deep, so you're gonna, you better be prepared to be here for a while. Okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Santa has to go deliver some packages, or more specifically, a package. 
<laughs> so, y'all go ahead and give me your review, and I'll listen back when you're done. All right, Santa's Santa, gonna I'll... listen to the Joe Blow Horror Show, dude. Yes, I'll. I'll. Uh, Santa, Santa, can I have your number, and and I can like maybe text you a link. Yes, yes, text me a link. Lead. Oh, All right, you still at the North Pole, right? Yep, still up okay. the North Pole. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Big workshop, indigenous servitude. This basically means <laughs> this, this basically means that the Joe Blow Horror Show is endorsed by Santa Claus. We are blessed with Christmas magic, man. That's this is the, yep. This this is crazy. I didn't expect this tonight. I thought we were just gonna be fucking around. Here we're fucking around with goddamn Santa Claus. Santa, I'm sorry you gotta you gotta you know deliver that package, but, but, but he's I know you're gonna enjoy doing with it. His Christmas spirit all over in and around our mouth. So I am excited. It's in my tummy. <laughs> it's in my tum tums. Tum tums. All, all right, right, Santa. Well, well thanks for dropping by. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I guess there's only one thing we, we can do, Tibu, and I don't know who's better to do this than Bostoon and Tibu, but we are going to review, rate, discuss, and break down Violent Night 2022, recommended to you by none other than the Santa Claus, St. Nick. Jolly old St. Nick. Jolly old St. Nick. And yeah. Violent Night, I found out, is a 2022 rated R, 112 minutes. I would call this. I, I was a little surprised that that Santa wanted us to review this on this show. But if there is a horror podcast that will review a movie like this, it's the Joe Blow Holiday Show because <laughs> we're not picky. We're not picky. If it's fringe horror, we're there. What do you yeah. think about this? Uh, give me your first initial thoughts after we we watched this five minutes ago. First initial thoughts, okay. I mean, honestly, I said it was a lump of coal, but if it's a lump of coal and you're coal, then it's the best. So it's the goddamn best. All right, this movie was so much fucking fun that I didn't have time to even catch my breath. It did something surprising too, which which I want to get into once we start talking about the movie and how the how the story goes. Yep. It did it did something really surprising to me. Not 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 like the movie. The movie itself is. It, it, I it already can, know almost... exactly what you're talking about. Really? Yeah, I I think with the background of the m- main character. Yes. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Yes. I knew yes. that. Yeah, yeah. There are some things in this movie that touched me. Actually touched me. Yeah. So that that also might have been Santa, but <laughs> the dirty old Saint Nick. Um, he ain't jolly. He's dirty. That dirty old Saint. Um, no. With well, this movie, okay. So, in, initial thoughts like lo- love, love it. Kind of love this movie. Um, maybe love it a lot. Maybe love it a whole lot. So I didn't expect this. And when you talk about we don't care and we'll review it because it's it's fringe enough, this is actually one of those movies that I would almost say, like, I don't know if this is fringe horror. I don't I, I really don't. I think it's more of a action comedy. Um I would agree with that. It's a stretch calling it fringe. 
but it's but 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 it's the horror community is still talking about it. We're all still yes. talking about it. Yes. So I I agree putting it. I I would proudly wear the badge that this is fringe, but it's still it it's so. The only thing that makes this movie a fringe horror movie is the gore, and the gore is amazing. I'd say, but hold on, hold it's, on. Hold it's on. got a couple elements. I, I I love the home invasion aspect of it, but we're 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 jumping the gun a little yep. bit. Let, let's 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 back it up just a tad. <laughs> this movie, this movie. You asked me my initial reactions. I I, I want to hear yours, and let let's talk a little bit about like who's behind this and who's in this. Yeah, I I my initial reactions. I was glad I saw this, and luckily Santa Santa came just at the right time where I was able to scoot over to the movie theater real quick here, and I saw it in the movie theater. So kind of surprised me. It was it was really fun, but yeah, twenty twenty two. It's rated R. I feel like the easy way out would have been to make this a PG 13 and make it a lot more accessible. And I think that's one of my favorite parts about it is that it is rated R and it was a bigger release, I guess, of a holiday type movie in the theaters. Yeah. This movie, this movie was made for 20 million. And I, I look, I looked this up. I haven't looked up the ratings like, like normal, but I did look up the budget because I was having a, a conversation about the film. So I wanted to know, this movie was made for twenty million dollars, and it's made fifty six million. So and it's still in theater, so it's 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 a success, and I'm happy for that because what this movie is, like you're saying, you're right, dude. They could have went the easy route and just PG thirteen the shit out of this movie, yep. and made it. It still could have had action, but it wouldn't have been nearly as fucking violent and bloody. The fact that they went there with it, it's yeah. This is this is insanely awesome what they did. I I I was like, what the hell is this movie? Yeah. So I'm I'm right and there it, with it's you. Still on in that theaters aspect. too. So this is like as of recording, it is not. I mean, I mean, it's still if we're, there. Yeah, it's still it's still in the theater. So that mm -hmm. number is only going to get bigger. But what do you mm -hmm. think this got on the B? I'm going to hope that this got at least a five point six on the B. Try a seven. Nice. I'm so happy. Good. It deserves more, but yes. Yep. What about uh Rotten Tomatoes? Critic score. Critic score. Oof. Forty five percent. Somewhere in the forties, man. I can't narrow that one down. It's so hard to tell. But forty five percent. I'm I'm gonna just split it. Try seventy three, bud. Wow. Okay, so this movie is actually respected too. Yes. By 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 the the cinephiles of the world, <laughs> if you will. Okay, awesome, awesome. Then even better, even better. On Front Street, there's a reason that I realized I liked this as much as I did afterwards when I realized who the director was, Tommy Workala. Does that sound I, familiar to you? I know that he made um the Dead Snow movies, but outside yeah. of that, I don't know. I don't know his work. No, he. I, I made a kind of in jest passing comment on the discord hashtag Joe blow discord. Check it out. Pop on, join the conversation. But yeah, I man. did make a comment on there that Tommy Workla is sneakily one of my favorite directors and that pretty much everything he's put out. I've really, really enjoyed dead snow one dead snow Two, Hansel and Gretel, Witch hunters was really fun. Also the trip. That made my end of the year list last year. 
Yeah, that was with um. Oh, I didn't know he made that, but that was with um. Yeah, Naomi Rapace or something. Yeah, Naomi Rapace. Yeah, she's really good. So this this guy is very talented, and he's young too. He's very young, so he's he's yeah he he does kind of I would call them genre films. Dead Snow one and two, obviously, kind of the the comedy zombie kind of deal. Hansel and Gretel is more of an action as as well as this one too. But he's there. I, I think that he if if he's given the right opportunity, he can make a very very solid, uh, more horror type, I guess, film with with some. It, it, I, I'm I'm guessing it would have to be more in the vein of like a like a Tucker and Dale or Sean. Uh, Shaun of the Dead kind of thing, but he's definitely got the chops. Very talented. I mean, those four right there, he's only done a couple other ones other than that that I have never heard of. But I mean, they're very solid. So he's he's batting pretty solid percentage right well, now. I'm going to say right now, that guy, I mean, just based on this movie alone, I believe in him as a, as a creative force. And um, I know for a fact that there's talks of a sequel. So there nice. you go. There's yep. talks of a sequel. There has to be with- <laughs> with a movie that's making as much as it is. I mean, that's, shat- that's shattering the illusion completely of Santa Claus. And, tonight. <laughs> this is, yeah, And this is just entering the VOD. So you're going to have a massive, I mean, the, the rentals this weekend, the rentals are going to be off the charts. Uh, mm-hmm. Christmas weekend is, is it's going to be awesome. I, I can't, imagine. some people are not going to be expecting what they get. Yeah, that's going to be the best too. I want to say when I first heard about this movie, what drew my interest was the fact that it's starring David Harbour, who plays Hopper in Stranger Things. I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. I love that show. Um, It's a fucking 10. And when I knew David Harbour was going to be in it, I was like, oh, okay, well, I like him. So I'm going to check this movie out. And it took me a little while to get to get to it, but. Here we are, and someone else popped into this movie that I did not know was in this film. And this goes back to our Romero series, where we covered all the fucking Romero zombie films. You got motherfucking John Leguizamo showing up in this movie like a boss and just fucking delivering. Just delivering. Real quickly, the one last thing I had before we got into the actors or the writers... And this actually has some some chops behind it, maybe maybe newer, not a season. But if if for what it's worth, the Sonic one and two movies have been hits. They've mm-hmm. made a shit ton of money. So the two I like writers the first that one. did yeah that did those two. I, I think I saw the first one only, not the second one. But those two writers, they're they're like a team. It's it's Casey. Uh, was it? Oh gosh, it's something Casey and Josh Miller and. Pat Casey, I think it was. So they're, they're, I mean, Workle is pulling some talent at this point and he, he's getting kind of the up and comers or the, the, the names that are starting to come about. So, but yeah, I want to say for the record, for the record, yeah. since you said it, I want to say too, I also haven't seen the second one. I want to because I enjoyed the first Sonic movie that much. Um, big Sonic fan growing up and I thought the movie was a lot of fun. Also, Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik is a 10. You know, it's a fucking well, 10. A funny little side story. I recently purchased one of those, like those those all in one game systems. Yes, uh, I'll throw you got a, the I'll Sega. Nope it's a it's called Pandora G Box. It's got like fifty three hundred games. 
Oh shit! Well, most of the games from in television up to PS One, I believe. And literally yesterday and today, my daughter got into Sonic, and we were playing Sonic. And I didn't know that the writers were the writers of Sonic until we just started chatting about the movie. So I thought that was <laughs> a weird little. But yeah, yeah in, in earlier today, she was playing whatever Sonic one, the where it was the, the ice world or something like that. There's a, so but yeah, that, I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, starring David Harbour, he's obviously most well known for Stranger Things. But he's also, you know, he was in the Hellboy, I guess he, he got popular mm-hmm. with that. John Leguizamo needs no introduction. He's been mentioned on the show before, and he's he's a stud. He he's so good in this. Just choose scenery. Yeah, one of my favorite castings has got to be Beverly D'Angelo. Yes, who's Gertrude the mom and mm-hmm. savvy moviegoers will know that she was was Ellen, I think, in Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a perfect perfect casting and tongue in cheek. Having her. She was so fucking funny, man. Yeah, yeah. She and to go back, my kids and I watched Christmas Vacation. My kids' first time watching it, I want to say it was last week, and I is my first time seeing that movie in years. I forgot how much of a dime she was in that movie. She was a babe. She was a babe in Christmas Vacation. So, also. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll leave it at that. I was gonna go off on another side tangent, but didn't matter. But yeah, Beverly <laughs> D'Angelo, yummy. Go off, cause what? What she was gonna say? I no, no. I was gonna say. I also found out that Rusty in uh the original Christmas Vacation turned out to be one of the nerds, and um I don't watch the show, but it's on TV every once in a while. The what's the show? The popular, sh- um, God bless it. Kate, Katie, Kaylee Kuko is in it. She's that super hot blonde. It's like the three nerds. Big Bang oh, Theory. Oh, yes. Big, Bang Big Bang Theory. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's one of the nerds in Big Bang Theory. The one with the glasses. I had no idea that was him. Damn, me neither. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, there's a child actor that actually turned out to be pretty decent. So <laughs> but this this had a handful of other. Uh, Cam was it Cam Giganet? I think he's been in a handful of stuff you might recognize. Alex Hassel plays Jason. Alexis Louder plays Linda, the, the mom. Um, it was it Edie Peter Patterson plays Alba. There, there's a handful of other characters in there, but more or less, kind of. I think, and I, I think everyone who's cast in this film to play the part that they play does it really, really well. Like I, I don't, I don't, I. And again, this movie is a action comedy blend with some gory elements that make it fringe horror to a degree. I mean, it's, but a, it's a, it says thriller. It's listed as a thriller on IMDb. So that's good enough for me. Yeah. And, I, but, but to say like that, this movie is like a B movie with a big, with a sort of big budget, but it's, everyone is bringing their all. Like I didn't, I, yeah, everyone's performing every actor and actress in this film is fucking is doing their thing. I, I enjoyed Every moment of what they were doing, the family drama. Oh my god! All right, so we'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's that's all I got as far as with you know the actors, actresses. It was even though there is a lot of actors and actresses that are are, I guess maybe not as recognizable. Very very good performances. You could tell this movie, even though it was 
maybe for the typical quote unquote horror movie that we, we watch throughout the year, it doesn't have that big of a budget, but in the grand scheme of things and in the context of this movie, it does have a decent budget, but it, it does everything very well. This does, this does not look like a $20 million movie. If you look at the set pieces and I mean, they actually, a lot of this was filmed in the winter and it's, difficult to make it it's it's difficult to film anything in the winter just because it's so much harder it's more difficult so there's a lot that went into this and it, it was done very well um there's obviously a lot of soundstage and set designs and whatnot with the fake snow but it was done well enough where you're not sitting there looking at oh that's fake snow because it's sitting on his face for 45 seconds and not melting kind of thing so well i think i think what what this movie like what it did with its budget and, and how it was smart with it is that even though this movie, you're you're right, this does not look like a, it's not a cheap movie. It's a twenty minute, it's a mid range budget film. Um, like like these kinds of movies don't get made that often anymore. No, honestly, like the twenty to thirty thirty million dollar film, but this movie did did something awesome where most of it takes place in one location, most of it. So they were able to get away with certain aspects now you're right filming in in the elements that's insane but and for a movie that is of this subject matter to be rated r to have that budget and to be as good as this was is yeah it it, 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 it gets me excited i would have been happy if this was if i was half as happy with this if that makes sense you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. i mean I yeah. mean, this 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 definitely outkicked its coverage, uh, I, and I love it for that. That's a sports term. I don't. I, I get it, but I don't know what it means. But I still get it. It's, at it's the a same lot time. better than it should have been. Yeah, yeah. It's it was a surprise. It was definitely a surprise. And speaking of surprises, let's let's surprise ourselves. Let's dive into this shit. Let's 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 do it. I'm gonna read you just quick little plot summary. What's this movie about? A team of elite mercenaries break into a wealthy family compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone inside hostage, but the team isn't prepared for a surprise combatant. We're going to leave it at that. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about some spoiler stuff with this movie. One of my favorite things that I want to bring up right away, besides the fact that I think David Harbour was perfect for this and his character was perfect and just everything about that casting and how he portrayed Santa was perfect. One thing I really loved, excuse me, is the fact that it's really Santa. I love the ambiguity of that because it opens up with Santa sitting at this dive bar, which for some reason, I just kept thinking about that bar and, and uh, Halloween kills and Halloween ends or whatever. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's Halloween kills, right? That little they have, small town bar in there, and you have like a drunken mall Santa in there just smashing a burger, and you got David Harbour just gassing fucking drinks. Yeah. And yeah, that, that whole thing when you go through that sequence and find out that, oh my God, like this isn't a movie about a you know mall cop that plays Santa. This is a movie about a real Santa. I, I fucking loved it. I thought that was genius idea. Yeah, he he yeah, he's sitting there talking to the locals about he he he's got this bad feeling about Christmas basically. He he's kind of depressed and he, he's talking about 
kids being so materialistic nowadays yep. and they're losing the spirit of Christmas. Yes. It's pissing him off. Like he's getting drunk. He's getting mad. This is a disgruntled Santa Claus. All right. This is a Santa that's fed up with all the bullshit. And this is a credit to the writers and, and just the story in general, because that is the theme of the movie. The entire theme of the movie is, is around Christmas magic, even with Santa himself, because you can tell when Santa starts to, I don't want to say not believe, but when his spirits get low, he has trouble getting in, you know, the, the, the chimneys and all this type of stuff. And, you know, it, it centers around the little girl of this movie that everything is about the Christmas spirit. And that's kind of how he gets his power. Uh, so they kind of yeah. set that tone right away. You know, when fucking Trudy, fun. Trudy is the little girl and she's the goddamn best little yeah. Gertrude named after Beverly D'Angelo's character. Everybody is named after her, right? Everyone. Bertrude, Gertrude. <laughs> Gertrude, Bertrude, Gertrude. I thought it was amazing that they named their son Bertrude. They even say they cracked the joke. That's not even a real name. It's like, whoa, whoa, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, you're right, dude. And that's why this movie is it's about Christmas. It really is. Even even at its core, it's about, like you said, Christmas magic, yep. believing. Like this, I'm I'm 33 years old and I don't believe in fucking Santa Claus, but this this movie. Kind of made me want to believe in Santa Claus. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it was, it was really fun because of that, that, that storyline kind of played throughout with between the, the kids and the adults and the mercenaries. You find out it was basically this is like a generic story from, I mean, tune in if you're listening to this. Tune into like Lifetime Network or whatever. You're gonna find a cheesy Christmas movie on. This is gonna have a one of those storylines. Uh, yeah, you know, it's gonna be tried many times before, but it's got a little bit of a twist to it because it's you know it's got the mercenaries coming to steal Grandma's money kind of thing. But <laughs> the the story at its core is just people that are losing Christmas spirit. And then at the end of the movie, they gain the Christmas spirit back and everyone, you know, happily ever after. But the way they kind of get from point A to point B is, is a hell of a ride. It was really fun. Dude. It starts at the beginning. Whenever they like the, the, the bartender and the other patrons at the bar, they don't, he's dropping hints. Like he's Santa Claus hard. And they're like, Oh, you know, whatever. And he, he, he leaves drunkenly. And, goes up to the roof. He takes the door that goes to the roof. The bartender follows him up and she's like, I cannot believe this shit, what I'm dealing with tonight. And I feel her at that point. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't want to deal with this drunk ass mall cop Santa. But she goes upstairs, gets on the roof and sees a fucking sleigh led by reindeer flying off into the night. And she's so overwhelmed by that, that she starts smiling like at again it's, it's like the, the big Christmas. open mouth smile yeah and this open mouth smile is met with a plummeting just dirge of vomit from santa claus himself because santa's drunk and he pukes oh, off the God. side of the fucking sleigh and that's when we get our title card <laughs> that's yes. how the movie starts Santa vomits on this chick while he's fucking leaving. So you know what kind of movie you're in for at this point. It's like, oh, shit. It gave me the deep stuff and the message and Santa's psychology. And then it gives me the dumb. 
and I love it. I love it for that. This and movie bounces kind of genius. back and forth, but yeah. yes, it bounces back and the, forth. Between... How well it was, the, the the story was composed and the writing, it it hit when it was supposed to, and the comedy actually worked. It wasn't mm-hmm. overdone. It wasn't underdone. It was, it was sprinkled in exactly where it needed to be, and it was done perfect. It wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was very well done. Oh fuck yeah! That and the story leads us after this. Uh, we meet um, Jason, his wife Linda, and their daughter Trudy. And Trudy is the best. She's the fucking best. You basically you find tell- you have Jason and his estranged wife Linda, and they're going to Grandma's house. Had so I I, I obviously I didn't do any type of research on this. I had no idea what it was about when they pulled up to i was like oh typical gated community i've been in you know 100 of those no it's not a gated community this is a fucking gated house with its own personal guard this Mm. mansion was awesome it was it it was a fucking hell of a place what really got me was the 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 christmas like i'm a very traditional movie watcher in that Halloween time I will I love to watch Halloween type movies same thing with Christmas this this movie has the Christmas feels 10 out of 10 I mean you got the the caterers there you've got giant Christmas trees all the decorations the lights you're like this is a fucking Christmas movie and I'm loving every second of it mm-hmm. yeah they get there that the family is even familiar with the guy at the gate that lets him in. They like they they're friends with this guy and they yep. they they know him because he's been working. I'm sure for Gertrude, the the mom, the the yep. matriarch of the family, for, since forever ago. And so Jason and Linda and Trudy show up, and that's their. <laughs> this is where you get introduced to the whole family, and so Jason is is the brother of um. There's there's a. Uh, two kids right there's two children two yep jason and then uh his sister alcoholic sister i forgot i forget her name but she she is funny though she's very funny yeah she's an alcoholic and um her and her actor boy or husband are there at the the wannabe he's got the best name ever for like a like a like an aspiring action star sam Steele. Yeah, oh, no, uh, it's Morgan Steel or Morgan Steel. Yeah, Morgan Morgan Steel. Yeah, it's like goddamn Zoolander. I picture Zoolander. Oh, I was on the plane for nine eleven. I would have kicked all the asses. Oh, he's so yeah, he's braggadocious as fuck. Fun fact: that see... line was verbatim, word for word, for what uh, Mark Wahlberg said back in two thousand twelve that he ended up regretting. <laughs> Ooh! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> Marky Mark getting called out by motherfucking yeah, the di- director of Dead Snow. Yeah. I forgot his name already. But um, Workala, Workala, finished Work- name ever. Oh, he's a Finnish man. Actually, I don't know if he's finished, but Workala, the name's got to be finished. But anyways, oh, listen to you over there with the goddamn surname knowledge. Oh, dude, I'm yeah. from northern northern Minnesota, and we had a road in our town called the Fintown Flyway. We had tons and tons of fins up there. So, shark fins, because you also meet shark fin soup. Morgan Steele and alcoholic sister's son Bertrude, 
He was born in Norway, but fuck that. That's a Finnish name. I'm just kidding. Anyways. Who was the director? Yeah, Tommy Workle was born in Norway in 1979, so he's not that much older than me. He's a Norwegian then, yeah. But yeah, you meet you meet Bertrude right here, and he's one of those, like, I don't know, like, all about like his social media presence. An amalgamation and... of every fucking 12-year-old kid right now that all they do is care about TikTok and Instagram and posting yep. this, and they're, you know, a like whore, as I call it, just looking for those likes and follows and all that fun stuff. But play like really playing up like even even if he's not that person he's playing up a person to his crowd that's watching his social media uploads and content, you know he's doing a thing. I mean, but yeah, I mean if we're being honest though, too, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, if your family and your mom is worth fucking I don't even know how many hundreds of millions, maybe billion dollars, that's yeah, we we we'd all be <laughs> not yeah, who well, we he, would like to he, be. He he is playing this this character up. He is definitely playing this character up. And they meet the mom. Gertrude comes in. Gert the OG Gertrude finally comes in. And she's having this phone conversation that is hilarious. Oh, she's talking awesome. about fucking uh, like it's it's a bloody business deal happening over the phone. And you On find Christmas out Christmas Eve, too. And she's talking to a senator. So she's big. Yeah, you deal. find out afterward. That was like the cherry on top. You're like, who the fuck is she talking to? And then you find out Senator, you're like, oh, mic drop. Yeah, yeah. She she she's a real she's some someone to contend with, this grandma. And the whole family seems um at like adulation, but also fear. Like like they, they want to respect her, they want to honor her, they want to appease her, and they seem afraid of her, especially Jason, especially the son, because he's got a secret. And I noticed throughout the movie. Everyone kept saying, what are you up to? Like, what are you doing? So it, it told me while I was watching it that he's not acting quite like he normally would. So he is up to something. And you find out later he was up to something. Yeah, I'm but, like, okay, oh, so shit. yeah, you got that too, because he's got this gift kind of thing. And it's kind of like a secret gift, but it was a letter. And he's kind of holding the letter or the card or whatever tight. I will say that 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 little twister swerve caught me completely blindsided. Yeah, sounds it was like awesome. You, it was an awesome twist. Sounds like you kind of saw it coming or you knew something was coming. I mean, no, I didn't. Was, oh, okay. No, no, I didn't know nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I, okay. All, all I could tell from the family was that Jason wasn't acting right. So I thought at some point he's going to reveal something. Because everyone keeps mentioning it. I mean, they they mention it like two or three times that he's not being himself. He's not acting right. So I was like, well, something's going on with him. But when the, the swerve you're talking about, no, I did not see that coming. Okay, there's a couple there's a couple swerves in this movie I didn't see coming. To be yeah. honest with you, yeah. But after the big family hoorah, rah, everyone's going to bed, and Linda and uh, Jason the mother and father of Trudy are having this, you know, like sweet little bedtime scene with her and they find her a walkie talkie that she can talk to Santa with because she forgot to, uh, no, uh, Jason didn't pictures with them or something. Jason didn't bring her to go see Santa that year. So it was upsetting to her. She didn't get to tell Santa what she wanted. So Jason quickly, that's, that's how, you know, he's a good dad. 
he's a good dad. He's trying. He goes, he runs, he finds a little walkie-talkie from his childhood, I guess, game closet. Because if you're rich, you have a game closet full of games and nothing else. Every floor, and yeah. Yeah. But he finds her a walkie-talkie that he he tells her that, you know, this walkie-talkie is special because you can talk to Santa through this walkie-talkie. He might not answer you back because he's so busy, um, but you can tell him exactly what you want. And she goes for it because she believes in Santa, man. So she goes for it hard. She starts talking into that thing, and Linda and Jason exit the room, and they listen by the door. Like a parent would, you know, hear what their kid's going to say and all the sweet, sentimental stuff. And you, that's what you get. This is why this is a Christmas movie at its core. Yeah. The little the little girl is like telling Santa, I could I could want this, I could want that, but I don't want none of that stuff. That, none of that matters to me. What I want is my mom and my dad to make up. That shit right there, I was like, damn, movie. Yep. Damn. And yeah, you're right. Lifetime special shit. But in this moment, that's the kind of shit that's hitting. And I was yeah, like, I was gonna oh, say, it's, it's slapping. It's slapping. Slapping hardcore. And then after this. Wheels <laughs> come off. Yeah, it's they start to. They definitely start to because you got this Santa Claus. David Harbour is Santa Claus and the fuck out of this. He is going from house to house. He's eating cookies. He, he's throwing up milk. He hates he hates it all. He's just like, oh god damn. <laughs> I'm trying to stick like too close to the plot points because I'm I'm gonna start losing it. I did see this recently, uh five minutes ago, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but um so I I don't I I don't remember everything especially, but I know Santa does show up eventually at um the mansion and he comes down the chimney and he finds these homemade cookies, and those he likes. He ta- he literally takes a bite and knows that they're homemade. He doesn't like the milk though. He's like, oh, skim milk. You know, <laughs> he's not happy with the yeah. skim milk. At the same time, this is when the catering team decides to fucking go ham and start murdering people, and that's where your mercenary plot begins i i forgot so i knew going in that this was a rated r movie but up until this point you're like oh this is just straight up lifetime and then you're like holy fuck this got brutal and violent very fast and they are fucking merciless just taking out all the guards and i was like god damn like i was like okay yeah this 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 movie all right and yeah they're yeah i love how i love how everyone on the mercenary squad has like christmas name yeah 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 yeah. like gingerbread gingerbread yeah yeah and then you get introduced to the big bad motherfucking john leg wasamo he's mr fucking scrooge bruh He's Scrooge in this movie, and and yeah they go back they they do go back to that lifetime channel shit whenever he Goes off on his little spiel about that. That part reminded me of Gremlins when Kate tells um, uh, Zach Galligan. I forget the fucking his character's name in Gremlins. Uh, I, mean, I haven't seen that movie in twenty some years. We're well, we're watching it with the kids uh, in a couple days. 
All right. Breaking well, the fourth some, wall, but yeah, we're watching it Christmas Eve. Some scenes are dark. All right. So I will say that, like, you're going to see some gremlins getting blown up in a microwave. Some well, gremlins we, getting blended. My kids literally watched Krampus like two nights ago, and they, like, I was kind of, uh, are they going to like it or not? And the day after, my son's like, Dad, I want to watch more scary Christmas movies. And I'm like, oh, God bless you. Well, and Gremlins is perfect because it's a Christmas horror movie and it's it's full of enough fun and scary that I think Gremlins is perfect for kids. I think it's a good a good horror movie for kids. Yeah. So I agree with that one. Nice. Um after John Leguizamo shows up though, it's not long before before uh you, you really get into the he, he's there to basically rob the family. They're all being held hostage. And he's a merciless motherfucker. He really is. Dude, like his, you said his earlier, his character is is so great. And it's again, it's a stereotypical. You've seen this a hundred times of this bad guy, you know, operator type military guy that is super smart, knows what he's doing. But then you get paired with the Home Alone type shenanigans that go on because you know the the daughter kind of runs and hides and it's it's this movie pulls off of some of the best christmas movies there is from die hard to home alone some like bad santa type um i would say scenarios or comedy but it's it's so good it's a great blend of all of this yeah yeah link was almost there basically what so to to boil it down and now i go beat by beat necessarily Lake was almost there, Mr. Scrooge, to hold the family ransom for three hundred million. He knows, <clears throat> excuse me, he knows it's in the basement or in a vault. Yep. It's in a vault in the house, and he's prepared to go to war with the the family's extraction team, as they call it, because you find out the family has been held ransom before. Uh, I believe it was Gertrude herself was held ransom. Yeah. But the, but their family does not the Lightstones, the Lightstones, Lightstones that's the name of the yep. family. Yes. They don't do ransoms and well back they did she, a ransom but they had some elite team go and just fucking murk all the bad guys. The extraction team. Yes. Yep. They 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 don't they don't do they they get held for ransom, but it don't last long. And she she tells him that, so they know that the extraction team is coming. They're saying that, so they're like they're ready to go to war. While they're getting ready to go to war, Santa is in the upstairs of this house. He's enjoying his homemade cookies, and now shit's popping off. So he's hearing gunfire, and and people are looking around the house for anyone who might be there that in the family and kill them. And I'm not gonna lie, dude. I love how this movie portrays him as like a burnt out Santa. Yes. And a but when he starts fighting, it's like you can tell, oh no, this Santa Claus is not just some little pushover. He's a badass. He fights this first guy that comes upstairs and throws him out the window onto a fucking like I don't know, it's it's, it's not an ice, icicle. It's like a it's ice it's like a decorative icicle, but the best thing, and again, this is a credit to the writing. I I think a lot of people overlook how genius the writing is in this because you, you find out later on 
Mm-hmm. We'll get into it, but Santa is no. Let's get into it. Let's get into it because okay, I, so I, you, I can't. You, I, I can't keep going beat by beat. You find out Santa is a reincarnated, basically Viking warrior. But what I really loved is that the first couple kills, he he's kind of like the bundering idiot, like the like yes. the Paul Blart mall cop, the Ash gets, Williams, yeah, the Ash gets, Williams, yeah. He gets kind of fucking lucky with a couple of these kills until he realizes like wait a second i was a fucking ruthless brutal viking warrior kind of thing so he kind of progresses until he realizes he gets his christmas spirit back he realizes what he was and what he used to be and it's it's just the the, the build-up is so perfect because it leaves you just thinking he is just a regular fucking santa claus with a little bit of a mystery backstory um, but the way that they get from point A to point B is is done very well. Well, there's a scene in this movie, and I love that you brought that up because the movie does go back to that. Like it shows you his past. This guy, and we we don't get told how in this movie, which is why I can't wait if they do a sequel. How he gets the Santa Claus Christmas magic role and powers. He gets the role of Santa Claus. He gets the powers of Santa Claus. He gets all of that, but we're never told how or why. And his character admits throughout the movie many times, I still don't know how this really, this magic works. I just, I just, I'm just doing this. He was a Viking warrior who slaughtered many and did it on purpose. Like he wasn't even joking about how, how he was. He was like, I was a mean, I was mean. He tells Trudy through the walkie-talkie because eventually, after he kills some of these these mercenaries, he gets a walkie-talkie of his own, and Trudy escapes, like Boss Tuna said, to the attic, and she's trying to talk to Santa. Well, his they pick up their radio frequency together, so Santa and Trudy start talking, and this is the part of the movie that made me cry. I cried. I actually cried. When he and Trudy are talking for the first time, I'm not kidding. Everyone listening, Tibu welled up with tears, okay? And they streamed down my cheeks. There was something special about, about this, about their interaction and about what they said to each other. It, it and was very natural. It was, ex- it was, it was very it was believable so for a, a kid in that position, too. You know, well, there's that, but there's there's more to it. But yes, yeah, I and, yeah, and 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 yeah, the movie the movie got to me, and this is we're talking we're talking this happens really like a quarter to half the way through, so there's still so much more movie, and I'm watching the film like this feels like we're pulling towards the climax, but we're not even there, like we're not even there, so, um, after Santa and Trudy do talk. That's when Santa does realize, like fully, like I, I, I've, I've got to do something. He was gonna walk away from the house at another point. We're, we're like, we're jumping around. I hate this because this movie deserves yeah. the full goddamn treatment. I feel, I feel bad. I don't have, I don't have my notes in front of me. I'm going off memory, but because Santa tasked me with this tonight, and he was the star of this movie. So thank you, Santa. You, 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 fucking, you, you other swamp donkey, son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Wait, uh, what? What's that mean? Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I love, I loved a lot of this, and 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 how they build the Santa character. 
leave a lot of it ambiguous, but the scene where the scene where Santa finally gets captured by John Leguizamo and the mercenaries and they have him tied up and he's trying to tell them like I'm Santa Claus but then he starts to prove it and when he starts to prove it what Santa has is a memory that is unparalleled because he can remember every child that asked for this asked for that what they what like what they said he has this. This is part of, I guess, the Christmas magic or or the, the role that he is now playing, this mystical role he's playing in culture. Because he goes through the list of names that he's been called throughout the years. This man has been alive for over 1,100 years and has been talked about in many cultures. He he goes through this list, and he's convincing the, 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 the other mercenaries that yeah. he knows about them and they are questioning themselves oh you wanted this when you're eight years old and they're like what the fuck yeah like how did he know my name how did he know i wanted a huffy bike like bruh. let's talk about the again i'm a huge fan of the writing on this because this had a couple of reveals a couple of big twists the first the first one that you find out is that jason is behind a lot of the the problems that's going on he stole all the money out of the vault so they finally whoa, whoa, the whoa, whoa. Well, yeah yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah. Uh, was, i'm just uh, there's a there's a few things there's just a few just okay. a few things before the i'm sorry go go what do you want to talk about let's go for it okay so you have a great scene in 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 the family room where john like was almost about to start torturing everybody because he wants to know how to get into this vault. No, wait, wait. Why does he break homeboy's finger? It's not because the money ain't there. That 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 ain't happened yet. I know we're jumping, but we're jumping around. I just wanted to mention at one point John Leguizamo is vicious and he has people's fingers getting broken with nutcrackers and he wants to smash oh some nuts. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, like I don't remember the exact details because again, no notes, very fresh on this movie. I saw it 20 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> twenty five now. Yeah. So, but th there's some awesome scenes where the where Leguizamo, like you said earlier, is chewing the scenery. They, well, they it's they were just trying. He was trying to get the codes to open the vault. Like he had somebody there that could do it, but it was going to take some time. He's like, mm -hmm. "Give me the codes, open the vault, or I'm going to fucking stick his nuts in a nutcracker." That was <laughs> that was a pretty funny scene. It but, was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <clears throat> Eventually, the extraction team shows up, and they seem like they are not fucking around. And you find out that the extraction team is part of the plot. They're they're pairing up with Leguizamo. Yes, that was, again, like another reveal that you had no fucking idea was coming. No. Again, credit none. to the writing. Very, very well done. You had no, no clue, no idea. Because when they you. come... When they come on on scene in the film, they seem like they're ready to do their job. It seems like there's no reason to question why. So if you if you did, cool. It's a, it's an out there guess, but it's not it's not something that they even hint at in the plot. But Santa was captured by like Wasamo and the and the crew, and that's when he's convincing the the mercenaries that they he might be Santa. I love the line where like Wasamo's like, "I know you're an idiot." 
but don't be an idiot out loud, he says to, to one of his mercenaries, because they start to think, is he really Santa? But that's when Santa does his little nose magic touch and disappears through the fucking chimney. All right. Right in front of all of them. But only one of the mercenaries saw it. So it's like, oh, fuck, Santa got out. When the mer when the extraction team shows up, they see him on the roof. It's revealed they're pairing up with John Leguizamo and his his hostage mercenary motherfuckers. They start trying to take out Santa and Santa goes hide in this little fucking shed next door. I will say one of my favorite mercenaries. You, you you get three mercenaries. I feel like we got to talk real quick here. You get the 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 one blonde chick who's a badass. You get yeah. like the the big buff Russian guy. Yeah. And then you get the regular looking like Larry Fessenden guy, but he's just brutal as fuck. Like the the characters in this are very memorable. Yes, There's, they yeah. all are. The sociopath, Mister Gingerbread, and uh, I don't remember the female character's name. But that's the one like Wazama was like, I know you're an idiot, but don't don't be a one out loud. <laughs> so, yeah. And they're they're all part of the Home Alone shenanigans that happen. Um, Santa escapes to this this. I said it was a shed, but it's it's really like a out. It's like a house. It's like a house next to a mansion is really what it is. And this is when you get another conversation between between Trudy and Santa. And Trudy is all about believing in Santa and how he can do this. And he's going to, they had a, a sweet scene earlier where they're talking about like basically whooping people's asses. And he's like, that's not nice. And she's like, butthole. And he's like, uh, anuses. Now in this scene, you get the call back to that previous conversation. He's like, I'm about to, you know, I forget the exact line, but it's like whoop there. And she says, anuses. And he's like, yeah, he finds a sledgehammer because this Viking Santa Claus. This is yeah. This is where you learn his kind of backstory, kind of deal with with his hammer. I mean, he he was a fucking Viking with a war hammer. Yeah, skull Dude, crusher. The kills in this are are it, this scene right here is where I was like, yep, super this, well done. This the is amazing. Snowblower kill. Oh, just chef kiss. Oh yeah, dude. Every so I'm watching this and the scene the scene plays out like cinematography unparalleled. Like it's poetry in motion. Every kill and it's set to music too, which makes it even better every time when it's set to music. I everything not anybody else. When I think <laughs> about snowblower kills, I touch myself. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. When this scene is happening, oh man, and that's funny. That's why I like that. I like oh, I like that a lot because that yeah, snowblower kill is dope. It's like Fargo eat your heart out. Like you don't know what you're talking about. Well, that that was a, like a tree, tree munching machine. It was a wood I don't know what you called it. Yeah, wood chipper. Tree munching yeah. machine. You, you fucking swamp donkey. Swamp donkey. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't. I don't have that down here. Throwing some uh, branches in there. <laughs> but yeah, Santa Claus tears ass through the entire mercenary squad to the point to where when he finally exits the building, bloody and victorious, the one guy that's been doing some shit on his computer, who knows? He's the coward. He runs away, and Santa still fucking gets his ass. So, yeah, dude, it's ah, this this shit is amazing. 
It's amazing. I was I was so so thrilled and entertained throughout up to now and throughout the whole movie. Like I yeah. really don't know know how else. To I mean, put re- it. really, this is if if I'm if I'm on Front Street here, this isn't necessarily a a Christmas horror movie, but this is an awesome rated R Christmas movie. This is, I mean, if you want to reach and call it, it is basically a home invasion type movie so you've got that scenario there but it's just it's it's a really good movie it's a 10 out of 10 for the christmas feels and it's you're you're lucky because it's written so well it's a very good story you got a couple awesome i would say plot reveals and some twists in there as well too but yeah i mean we're 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 at the climax of the movie right now we have fucking santa with his sledgehammer doing work when these you know fucking seal team six is like going into this garage and and he just that fucking hammer is just singing right now dude and what's awesome though is this if you're right it feels like the climax but we're not there though no because now you get the home alone shenanigans like you were saying earlier like the home alone shit Trudy has been booby trapping the basement because she watched Home Alone. She says it in the movie at the beginning when her dad and her mom are in the car with her before they even go to the mansion. She's like, I watched Home Alone and it was so awesome. And she mentions it again. She's booby trapped the fucking basement or the attic. Excuse me, the attic where she went on. I'm going to fucking drive down there. I know, I know, I know. Laugh the gray out of your beard, Santa, Santa Tibu. We don't even have a fucking basement down here in Louisiana, cause <laughs> yeah, I was gonna um, say because you're like negative water level down there. Yeah, you dig. Yeah, I wonder why down. you get flooded all the time, T. You fuck, quit living on a goddamn <laughs> floodplain. I can't blame my ans. <laughs> I, well, I I blame my ancestors for settling me here. That's why I'm here. But um, <laughs> I can't do nothing about this flood shit. Oh my god, we're just fucking ugh. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. But Santa, Santa does come through when whenever you have Trudy hiding in the attic and you got Gingerbread and, and Blondie going up there to find her. That what I love. I love this whole scene. If I'm nitpicking this. a little bit, I felt like they could have done. I mean, I it, it's it's a double edged sword. If I'm nitpicking a little bit, I would have liked to see some of the traps done a little bit better but again it's more realistic the way they did it with a you know eight-year-old girl seven-year-old girl whatever well yeah versus how uh macaulay culkin did it with the wet bandits for sure you know you know what other movie did it better as well is uh better watch out hashtag gem check it out okay all right have you seen it you haven't seen that one have you no Okay. Check out mm. Joe Blow episode number. <laughs> That's my maybe I'll put it in post edit, but I won't. But we covered <laughs> we covered it. Well, yeah. well not me, Chris, but Christmas Evil yes. and Better Watch Out. I believe we did a double feature for Christmas back in the Diz A. Eh? Back in the Giz. So the first the first little little joke and gag that I loved with the with the home alone sequences. Um, Gingerbread and Blondie find out that Trudy's been hiding in the attic. They see the attic, uh, the little the little stairs you unfold from your attic, little coop area. 
down to the ground and I'll they see a hole, but a scuttle hole. They see that she's planted a nail in the steps and they're like, oh, you got to do better than that because they're fucking pros, right? What yep. they don't see is that she sawed in half a step or so below. So when Gingerbread goes to climb up there, Mr. Big <laughs> Scary Russian Man, he snaps through the fucking step, falls down, and the nail goes through his jaw into his mouth. <clears throat> and this shit is fucking, ooh, it's so good. So Blondie climbs up, touching his head and putting pressure on him. And I'm like, that hurts. She goes upstairs and bowling balls start getting launched at her. Meanwhile, they're falling through the fucking scuttle hole down onto gingerbread. He hits the ground and falls on what they saw before. There's this little like um, uh, placard of nails sticking up on the ground. And it's like, you know, what's that going to do? Well, when he falls off the stairs, it's clear what her plan was, what Trudy's plan was. Trudy's a goddamn genius. genius. And she's the goddamn best. He falls on that on his ass, and he's bleeding every fucking where. Oh, I could imagine. When he's trying to climb back up the little scuttlebutt steps, he pulls a nail out of his butthole. Little scuttlebutt. Little scuttles. And, and <laughs> Blondie dodges one of the fucking bowling balls that falls down and kills him because he's holding the nail up looking at it like a moron. Sill team fucking dumbass. And the the bowling ball hits him directly in the hand, which launches the nail into his head and he dies and he falls back again on the little pallet of, of, of fucking screws and nails. I just, I just thought all of that was awesome. And I can go even further when Blondie goes upstairs and gets like, she's finally like with her wherewithal gets her feet stuck in this adhesive on the floor. And Trudy's got Trudy has all these traps set up. She's launching cinder blocks. She's doing all this shit. Finally, finally, Santa saves her though, because she's about to get shot point blank. And Santa sledgehammers the fuck out of Blondie. And this is when you get the moment where Trudy and Santa meet for the first time in the film. They actually get to meet. And it's the real goddamn Santa Claus. And she's been believing in him. And she's given him his strength and his conviction to go forward and do his duty to take out all these naughty people. Because he's got a naughty list and a good list, a nice list. Naughty. Naughty. Dude, that scroll, that scroll that Santa yep, has. The magic, the magic scroll. Yep. And it tells you everyone's name and what they did nice and what they did naughty. Like, I love that aspect of it. And especially how it plays out at the end. I love that. Um. Yeah, so Santa's there. The family oh. re reunites. I'm sorry. I, I know I wasn't trying to go beat by beat, but I am trying to keep it somewhat consistent because I'm just trying to give the listeners, like, this is how this movie kind of plays out, man. Whistle. Yeah. I was going to say, this... we're, they, they, well, I was going to say, at this point, they might have blue balls, so we, we're going to have to just finish them off. This, Double wristers well, you, for everybody. This is where you get the big twist that you were talking about with the sun. Uh, Jason, how he, the little secret gift he had for his mom was a letter and a bottle of whiskey because he intended for her to drink the whiskey on Christmas after morning reading, after reading the letter after they yes. left. Yep. Yes. And the letter said, Mom, I stole your 300 million because when the extraction team and John Leguizamo break into the vault finally, there's no money there. It's all gone, cuz. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. 
they figure out it's been intercepted. It turns out what a twist. The son stole all the money. And they go outside to the to the nativity scene, like that's where it's at. It's in the fucking wise men. Which is so John Lick John Lick was almost chewing it. He's chewing it. I'm sorry, he's he is. Go ahead. He's I was gonna say it was so dumb, but movie logic, it had to be there. Right. And I mean, you know, it's a movie about Santa Claus. I mean right. <laughs> so, a real Santa Claus. A real one. Killing uh, motherfuckers because he yeah, was a Viking. And then warrior. you come out with the reveal that the extraction team is actually a bunch of bad guys and you, you get the Again, I, I can't like undersell enough how awesome the characters are, including Morgan Steele jumps out the window, gets yes! by yeah, gets greeted by the extraction team, and they just fucking execute him. I'm like, holy fuck. But yeah, it was it was it was awesome. That's you, why you have I a really good early. uh yeah, I was gonna say you have a really good, I guess, climax, the you know, the final chase and and the conclusion of the movie is pretty solid as well, too. Snowmobiles. Oh, anytime you throw snowmobiles in a movie, Boss Tuna owns a handful of snowmobiles. I'm I'm there. Yeah, Santa Santa eventually, after saving the family, chases down the bad guys with a with a little like what, what would you call that? What he used when he when he dove down there on the hill and and like intercepted the snowmobile team getting away with all the money. That they found inside the a bargain. Toboggan. Toboggan? You fucking... Oh, what? man. We don't Everybody have that, that down lives... here, dude. I was going to say, just I'm going to throw a shout-out to our, our 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 friend, Mr. Jason Widgington or whatever from Canada. It's funny whatever. because on the Discord, <laughs> we talk about the blizzards we get down here, and that motherfucker is like living in an igloo up north. But yeah, toboggan. <laughs> he knows what a toboggan is, along with I... a lot of our other listeners. But yes. No, uh, yeah, I, I'm not familiar with that, that, uh, that crazy Midwest fucking liberal shit that y'all love so much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God. toboggan. Um, so anyway, yeah. So Santa intercepts that team, and they're they're like hauling ass with the money. Beverly D'Angelo is also held hostage at this point. Like we're skipping so much stuff, but I hauling ass or hauling oats. <laughs> once once they they fucking like get get to the final scene in this film where Santa shows down with John Leguizamo he's done killed every other assassin you get you you do get the cool part where um it's like Leguizamo I feel I do feel sympathy for his character to a degree I do really elaborate. to a degree uh, to a degree elaborate. only because, only because he he was left behind like he was one of those left behind kids that that Santa was supposed to take care of but didn't but he but he did with the gifts but Santa didn't interfere with anyone's lives so this is a plot hole in the in the whole film it's oh, like Santa don't great. interfere yeah yeah, yeah 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 so that's one of those things but but for the f- purposes of the film yeah dude I kind of did sympathize I'm like it's almost like you made this monster to a degree he didn't Santa did not make like Wazamo, the monster he is. But I love this. Okay, so at the end of the movie, Santa and and Mr. Scrooge are having their showdown at this old, I guess, ruins of a burnt down cabin that had a fireplace, a stone fireplace. And 
Well, maybe not burnt down. They they go through it actually. Yeah, so it's like a little yeah, I mean, cabin. Yeah, it, it's it's abandoned. I mean, it's yes. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not really standing. But I mean, it makes sense that the only thing left is the stone and mortar fireplace. Mm-hmm. And during this scene, Leguizamo is beating Santa eventually, and he opens the scroll that he finds on the ground. And he sees his name and all the bad things he's done. And it, it kind of, for a moment, it hits him. For a moment. But he goes back to being bad guy. And I get it. I get why. But I li- I, I, <laughs> I, li- I would like it if the film would have explored him dealing with that more. But this is not that kind of film. But, but it could have been. Because it set itself up that way. Like people regretting their sins, mistakes, being whatever caused them to be on Santa's naughty list. Like everyone in this movie seems to want to deal with that or grapple with that at some point when they finally realize like maybe they're shitty. Not everybody, but I don't know. It could have been a theme and maybe it should have been. I mean, well, yeah, it's the, the, the whole ending of this is a generic again, lifetime movie type theme where you, you, they, they try to put some humanity in the quote unquote villain or, or the, the bad guy. Yeah, I mean, th- this movie. I mean, let's be let's be real here. If we're if we're this does pull at the heartstrings in multiple occasions. You know, I, I mean, think they, so. They, yeah, they 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 try to pull you in different directions as far as characters because l- let's look at Jason for example. His character at first is a very very likable character. Again, you mentioned earlier that he is. You could tell he's a good dad, but then you get the reveal that he is pretty much the reason that a lot of people die in this and yep. I mean, because he steals all the money. So you're kind of flip-flopping back and forth, but yeah, th- this movie is a lot. There's a lot more going on. We did. You we would... did gloss over the scene where the mom and the dad finally do reconnect, which ties into Trudy's original wish where they, they, the mom and the dad at the, at the nativity scene after everyone races off on snowmobiles has to fight, this one henchman that survived Santa's onslaught and they managed to kill this henchman after struggling with him. And the dad's Jason stayed there and fought for Linda. He, he tried Linda kills him with an icicle, which is dope. And then Trudy comes up and sees her mom and dad kissing with beautiful lighting, beautiful cinematography. Yeah. Like, yeah. like this scene was amazingly shot and that's her Christmas Christmas, which, Trudy's Christmas wish coming true. So that's right before we get to where we are with uh Liguizamo and Santa at the fucking abandoned shack with yeah. the, the stone chimney. And this is also where you get like finally the Santa Claus magic where he taps the nose. And I saw it coming right before it happened. Right before it was, not the whole time. It, it, but I saw way it to end the fucking film. Yes. Santa fucking gets John. John Lick was almost getting the best of Santa. All right. Scrooge is getting the best of him. But at the very end, he fucking gets him in his clutches, taps his nose and up the chimney. They go. But guess what? John ain't got oh. that Christmas magic. Cut. him in half. And it's just like it's. Yeah. Let, let's harken back to the <laughs> fucking blood powder. Getting good, 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 good. 
Oh, loved it. And a, a whole torso that he, that Santa throws to the ground, and he's like, ho, 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 ho. He's <laughs> loving that shit. Oh, but man. then he gets shot. He gets shot to death. Yeah, that's, death. that's the end. Like, oh, my God. I don't think there's a single person in any movie theater ever or anyone that watched this that's like, oh, my God, Santa's dead. I thought he was going to die. I thought, okay, no. so when you, listen, listen, when you say Lifetime movie, okay, I got the vibes of like that when I'm, when I'm watching this movie, but I got like real sentimental with some things. But by this ending, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Santa's going to die. He, he, he done said, I've lived for this long. And he said it while he was dying. I've lived longer than any, any man should. 1100 years. He's been Santa forever. The parents, you know, they, they 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 all still think this is just some guy that was there. They don't know he's Santa. They don't know. But after he dies, Trudy feels so strongly about this that her parents are like, I believe too. And then the entire family of the Lighthouse family, they all, Lightstone family, sorry. <laughs> They're the Lighthouse family. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking mermaids. Um, they all believe in Santa and this resurrects Santa the Christmas spirit, bud, the Christmas spirit, the Christmas magic. It all comes back to that. And I really did not. I'm being honest again. Like if this movie had one, two, three twists, it had a fourth one then. Cause I didn't think that David Harbour's character was going to live. I thought Santa was going to die. Spoilers for all you fucking listeners, but you already been told you were getting spoiled. Santa Claus comes back to life, and now everyone knows he's fucking Santa Claus. All right? They know now. The reindeer show up. They went back home. <laughs> I love how the reindeer abandoned him earlier in the film because, the, like, the, the machine guns going off in his first fight through the roof. The reindeer take off. His magic sack gets burned when, during his um hostage scene, Santa's host, hostage scene. But then the reindeer come back and they brought back his spare sack. <laughs> he can't stay mad at the reindeer. Like, that's all part of the comedy of this movie. Like, yeah. Ooh, excuse me. It's back and forth between ooh. serious and jokes. And I think it balances it very well. Like, like unparalleled to me. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I I enjoyed every like the drama, the sentimental. Well, we're gonna comedy. we're gonna get into the final thoughts and ratings right now, and I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna let you carry us home because I know that you really like. Oh. <laughs> Here here's what I'll say about Violet Night. First off, thanks again for tuning in to the Joe Blow Horror Show. Or I should say the Joe Blow Holiday Show because and we got a lot. Of fun you can find us at. Joe Blow Horror Show at gmail.com. Joe Blow Horror Show on fucking Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Goddamn, search the Joe Blow Horror Slasher. Show. Slasher yeah. app. Yeah, goddamn. Yes. Hell yeah. But this movie was awesome. The only, I've, I've got a few nitpicks about this. One of the things is, is the rated R. I love it. But now that my kids are getting a little bit older, as an older, they're, you know, getting into these type of movies. I almost wish I could show them this movie because this is a really, really fun movie. It's rated R mainly for the gore, but I feel like in the next year or two, I'll be able to show this to my kids. This is 
this this movie checks all the boxes for what I look for in my traditional seasonal viewings. So you're looking for a, a Christmas type movie. This has it's 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 Santa Claus. It's winter. Those, you know, I I, I hearken back to the Silent Night Deadly Night franchise because I was recently uh, on. The podcast under the stairs <laughs> yeah. with uh, Duncan McLeish. So tune in if you want to see my review of the fourth one. My biggest pet peeve with those movies is that outside of the first one, none of those were real Christmas movies. They were fucking like you. You can't shoot a Christmas movie in 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 fucking Florida or California. You got to have snow on the ground. So this one <laughs> hits all the fucking marks with a Christmas movie. It it's it's just like fucking throwing up christmas lights on you the whole time yeah the writing on this surprised me it, it shocked me how well it was done it had very effective characters story arcs twists the gore was well done i mean you had some really fucking rad kills as far as sledgehammer kills you had you had icicle foo snowblower foo <laughs> snowmobile foo chimney foo it was awesome i loved this movie for what it was all i want to say is christmas dies tonight yes and with that i am going to do my ratings a little bit different and i am rating this as a christmas movie a christmas horror thriller action siege narrative home invasion movie i'm not rating this on a typical movie scale i am saying that if you want a fucking awesome movie to watch at christmas check this one out this one is a nine out of ten this hits all the fucking boxes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well said well said i i can't i can't agree more like this movie is full of gore it's full of fun plot twists. It's 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 a great story. All the performances are fucking awesome. Everyone is doing their top notch best. This movie is full of Christmas magic too. At the same time, this is a perfect film for Christmas. You want to feel Christmas feels? Watch this movie. Is it a movie to show your kids? Not yet, but maybe when they're ready. Hell yeah, because the gore. That's it. That's it. But everything else is this movie's wholesome, despite the gore. Like it's wholesome, even even with the gore in it, it's really a wholesome film. And I'm gonna say right now, I cried during this movie. I was enthralled during this movie. I was taken by this movie. I I agree with what you said earlier. This is better than it should have been. I'm gonna tell you right now. This is a ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I have no problems with this movie at all. Zero problems. I went in not even really thinking it was going to be. I, I I was like, all right, this is going to be fun. But wow. Wow. This movie, Violet Night, is you got to you got to have this in there if you're a horror fan. And you want to watch a fucking bloody action movie for Christmas with the feels attached to it. Because I got the feels. Maybe not everyone will. And maybe some people are going to see this movie and say, you know, it's hokey and whatever. I I don't feel that way. Like, I feel like this is the shit. 
This movie is the shit. It's yeah, a goddamn ten. I I'm actually kind of shocked that you. I I mean, is that is that is that a ten in the context? That's a real of, ten. That's, that's a, a real ten, ten. Not not a holiday I, ten. I've seen this movie one time, two hours ago, thanks to Santa, because that's the runtime of the film, and we're not gonna blow our fucking uh santa load and reveal the shenanigans that we were planning some skits uh no this i saw this movie all right i saw it one time had no problems with it none zero and i loved it it made me cry it made me feel things violent night is a 10 it's a 10 straight up straight up that's that's pretty legit and hey we just gave our ratings we're about ready to wrap this up we brought you or we didn't bring you, but Santa infiltrated your guys' <laughs> ear holes earlier, and we just got infiltrated by the Grinch. So we 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 just got we, we, the Grinch just popped in. Like, holy crap! Did you come to 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 steal our beers and our cigars or what? What's up, Mister Grinch? Oh, who are you referring to? Well, well, you're you're the Grinch, clearly. So. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll take some uh, cigars and a couple of beers if you got some. Cigars. We're getting robbed right now. By we're, the we're not giving. Grinch. We're not giving them our Christmas spirit, but but maybe 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 Tibu can give them some Christmas spirit running down his chin later. But we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll try to part with some uh, with some some beers and some some cigars. Just just don't just don't take this movie from us. So, but and you can um, have it. I can't believe the Grinch is fucking here. Oh my god. Get a review Violent Night. Can't have that in Whoville. Oh god damn it. All right. Well, we'll have to figure something else out, but fuck him for now. Fuck you, Grinch. Uh Boss Tuna, is there fuck anything you, you want to leave us with? Uh. <laughs> All right. When you guys are nestled around your Christmas trees, the fire's cracking. You guys are roasting marshmallows and chestnuts on an open fire and Santa Claus is leaving nuts on your mom's chest. (laughs) (laughs) There's one thing I want you guys to remember. The Joe Blow Horror Show will always be there for you. Even when we're tasked with reviewing a movie like Silent Night, Deadly Night. Stay tuned because we'll be coming at you with another episode. Reviews of Gojira versus Bayonte. Yeah, daughter. Yeah, folks. I hope it was as good for you as it was for us. Boom! Bad Christmas dies tonight. Christmas dies tonight. Have a bad Christmas. (laughs) Fuck you, Grinch. (laughs) That was incredible. Is it good for you? I've had better. 